We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. IB Nation, welcome back to the Irish Breakdown Podcast. We are live here on a Monday, which means it is Notre Dame football mailbag, fresh off a dominating 58-7 victory for Notre Dame over the weekend against Boston College. I'm Boston College against Pittsburgh. I'm losing my mind already. I'm running on a little bit of lack of sleep, guys, so just let me let me, let me get this out, right? And ba- baby issues, man. Baby issues. Y'all have some grace with my man Ryan today, okay? Oh, man. 58-7, to seven, which was similar to the Boston College game last year. That was, what, like 55 nothing. So I'm going to make that. 44. I'm going to make that. I'm going to make that comparison here because it was a dominating fashion, dominating victory at home this past weekend. Brian and Vince also had upon further review to talk about the game and just – kind of taking everything in and just, you know, was there some things that maybe we missed? We were overly critical. We weren't critical enough of like just certain things. And obviously there's not too much to be critical for a 58 to seven victory every time you do that. So, and there were some things that we talked about, like we, we spent some time talking about how good the receiver blocking was and how important, how huge that was in the game. And then, so what does Marcus Freeman talk about today? The importance of the wide receiver blocking. So I was like, okay, we kind of, kind of got that one. That's good. So yeah, it was uh it was, a, it was a big win, man, a, a huge win for Notre Dame, and hopefully, Ryan, a bit of a springboard win where this team can really start to roll. Because I, I yeah. feel like this was the closest we've come to seeing this Notre Dame team play to its full potential in all areas. Even like early in the year, there'd be like offensive, defensive play well, but the special teams stunk, or defensive yep. special teams played well, but the offense wasn't that good. Offensive special teams played well against one team, and then defense didn't do what it needed to do. But it was the first time we, you know, it, it, after the first two series, it was that that what came after was but the closest we've seen to this team playing to the level that 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 we thought they could be. Now we dive into Clemson week, and you've got yes. to keep it rolling. That's going to be the big yep. key. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yes, yes. And we'll get to the mailbag, of course. So mailbag questions in the chat. MB before, if you haven't been with us before, we were well over 30 questions already before we even started the show today. So keep flooding those mailbag questions. But of course, as Brian said, Notre Dame has to work the rest of this, the last three of this four-game stretch that we've talked about over the last week or so without their star tight end, Mitchell Evans, who has been Phenomenal for Notre Dame since coming back from a little bit of a, a just nagging injuries early on in the in the year and has been a really dominant fixture of this offense, nearly 500 yards. I mean, he's been one of the best tight ends in all of college football. Of course, it was announced yeah. today by head coach Marcus Freeman that he was lost for the rest of the season due to an ACL tear that he suffered during the pit game. We had a ton of questions that were thrown in the chat about Mitchell Evans and this injury and what this means and tight end depth about around um, behind him. And we're going to try to answer as many of those questions, obviously during this first segment of the show, before we get yeah. into the mailbag, because yeah. Mitchell Evans has been so instrumental to this offense, Brian, we need to be able to talk about this, right? Like this isn't just a, let's answer one mailbag question about Mitchell Evans. Like right. he's been a, big fixture of this offense this year and we have to talk about what this means for Notre Dame obviously moving forward well I mean you mentioned it Ryan we're talking about a kid who didn't play against Central Michigan didn't catch a pass against Navy only caught one pass for two yards against NC State to start the season so through the first four games he only has five catches for 63 yards Holden Stace by that time had already had a hundred yard game game and so we're like you know is what's going on with Mitchell Yep. Then the Ohio State game happens. And from that moment on, he's been outstanding. He really has. Yep. His blocking has been good for the most part. His his route running has got so much better. He's making, I mean, how, how many highlight reel throws has he made this season, Ryan? I mean, or catches, I should say, has he made this season? You know, the one-handed he's, against Ohio he's, State he's made, wasn't even his best catch. Throws, he's made the throws highlight, too, because you're like, dang, right. man. Right. <laughs> only place right. that ball could have got caught was – by his right. six six three men. So yes. yeah, I mean, and so so you're looking at the last two, the last five games, Ryan, and you're talking about a guy that in five games has had, you know, twenty four catches for three hundred fifty nine yards. A couple of those games were blowout, so they didn't play a ton in them. It's coming off of a five catch sixty six yard performance against against Pitt, and this is a blow, right? And, and the thing is, it's just beyond the production. He leads the team with 29 catches. He leads the team with 422 yards. 
beyond that now what's interesting is his replacement leads the team in touchdowns which we'll get into but beyond the production this is clearly the guy that sam hartman has the most most confidence in like that's the guy that sam's like i have no problem throwing him tough balls like you know tobias merriweather's got to be open by five yards for sam to be willing to throw him the ball right now it just it is what it is right but this is a guy that sam is just i don't care who's on him i'm throwing mitchell the ball you're taking that weapon away that's a problem so it's not just the production that like a lot of times ryan we we can just as fans easily just look at the production and say oh man you're gonna have to find a way to re- replace you know 29 catches for 422 yards and i'm like yeah i'm not worried about that from the standpoint of notre dame is loaded at tight end right and that's not to take anything away from mitchell because what i'm about yeah. to say is gonna, is going to be the opposite of that there's going to be talented kids out there holding yes. stays talented Eli Raritan might be the most talented guy to have on their team. And Cooper Flanagan has emerged as their best blocking tight end as a true freshman. And he showed on Saturday, that kid's a pretty good athlete. He can catch the football too. He's not just some big lug that can go block, right? He's not a future tackle. You know what I mean? That kid's an athletic player for that size. But it's more so, it's not just, so it's not just that, you know, we'll we'll get into that stuff. But it's now the emotional reaction. How's your quarterback going to react to not having his favorite weapon? Uh, I don't know the answer to that, but I'll say this. Notre Dame is very fortunate that this this injury happened when it did because they're finally getting back to being healthy at wide receiver. Their tight end, young tight ends, have finally started to get some depth, some experience. You're not throwing Cooper and Eli Raritan out there having never played. You you don't want to see it happen, but fortunately it didn't happen three, four weeks ago because – you know, we might, if this would have happened against Ohio State, we might be having a different conversation about Notre Dame's record right now when you look back at the oh. Duke game. You I was know about what I mean? to say, can you, can you imagine what the Duke game outcome would have been if you didn't have the six catches for exactly. 134 yards from Mitchell exactly. Evans? Like, and money, I mean, ca- and we broke it down at the time, right? It was money catches in that game as yes. well. It's it's a very interesting component, Brian, because like you said, I mean, it's not a hurting for talent situation that's going to happen moving forward for Notre Dame. I would actually argue that the guys that are going to be replacing Mitchell Evans, at least taking some of the, the snaps, are technically more physically talented than Mitchell Evans. It's just Mitchell Evans is a really good football player right yes. now, right? There's a big difference between yes. just being a just being a raw athlete and being a guy that's developing to a really good football player. You can't teach some of the things that Mitchell, you can't fake some of the things that Mitchell Evans has been doing over the last right. couple of games, making difficult, difficult catches, making himself available for a six year starting quarterback, making making him comfortable to put balls in situations where maybe you shouldn't throw that, Sam. But like you have trust in your 30 year tight end, a guy that has, since he's come back from the injury has been one of the probably top three tight ends in college football. I mean, not even only just production wise, but I mean, outside of like, cause Brock Bowers is injured now too, but like outside of Cade Stover and like a couple other tight ends in college football, like who's been more productive since that point than what Mitchell Evans has done for Notre Dame. I mean, he's been tremendous and yeah. that's going to hurt just in the simple fact of you already mentioned it. When Sam Hartman needs a big play, he's usually looking for 88s. Like he, that's usually the yeah. guy that his eyes get fixated. Yeah. So at least it has been over the last few weeks. Getting wide receivers healthy is great. Eli Raritan now getting more and more back into form after coming back from his injury is great. Cooper Flanagan, I think it was, it's a big moment 
and last week's game, we, 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 you know, we don't talk about it. We're not going to talk about it a ton because it was when the game was 51 to seven already, but Cooper Flanagan having a, his first catch of his career and a big touchdown at that in the corner of the end zone. Like that's massive for just the confidence moving forward for this team as well. I think, especially at that position. So I think Notre Dame will be able to soften this fall. I'm I'm more just feel really bad for Mitchell Evans because he was coming yeah. to the point, Brian, where it's like not only is he what you, you know your most productive pass catcher throughout large stretches of the season, not only is he developing to one of the best tight ends in college football, I also think from an NFL draft perspective, he have, may have had a tough decision to make yeah. after this season. He may have. Yeah. I mean, because especially I, I because point. of this, Ryan, because he yes. has had injury issues. That would have been exactly. something he would have had to think about had this one not happened. Sorry, yeah. go, go ahead. Oh, no, no, I was just going to say, and, and we'll obviously, I know, I think someone had asked about like, you know, whether he'll come back now and stuff. I'm sure that the coming back has been definitely strengthened, unfortunately, for him with everything yeah. that's happening. But he legitimately, I think, would have submitted NFL draft stuff to the advisory. This is me speculating. And then yeah. I think he would have had a decision to make because it's not the deepest I would have if I was advising him. Time. If I was his yeah. parents, if I was his agent or whoever, I'd have said, look, Put your name in there. I mean, even just, see what you, just you never yep. know because yep. of the 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 history that he has with missing. You know, he's never had like a, you know, like a, a, a I guess he kind of has had a major injury before because the one he suffered in the spring of 2022 that cost him the first half of last year would have been season ending if it would have happened in August. Sure. So this is his second kind of significant injury. And like you said, man, you hate it for the kid. Like more than yes. anything else, how it hurts the offense and Sam Hartman, you hate it for Mitchell because, you know, he, he is a guy that, you know, was a three-star recruit. was like, why are they signing this kid? He was a quarterback in high school. Played a lot and, of quarterback, yeah. You know, why are you playing him over Cade Barong, Kane Barong, who's a higher-ranked guy? Why are you playing him over this guy? Why are you playing him over that guy? And then he just, what did he just keep doing? He just, every time his number was called, he just went out and balled. You know, like to your point, Sam Hartman does not make that th- that throw over the middle to to he holding stays or Eli Raritan. He doesn't even try it. I think like the one handed grab. And and you you said it perfectly. You're like Sam, it's like that scene from Major League, right? Nice catch, Hayes. Don't ever effing do it again. You know, it's like <laughs> yeah. a great ball, Sam. Don't ever do that again. But that's the confidence Sam had that Mitchell's going to go make that play. And yep. guess what? Every time he did, it's exactly what he did. He had like what one one drop all year that I can remember. This is the third down yep. against USC last week. And that was kind of like which was one referee kind of got it, you know. It, the referee kind of blocked it out a little, and yeah, yeah. it still would have been one of his easiest catches of the year, though, which is absolutely hilarious. We've seen him make like circus catch after circus catch, and then he misses kind of one that's a little bit easier. That's how Michael <laughs> Mayer was. Remember, remember when Mayer was like a freshman and sophomore, and he would have drops, yeah. and you're like, "How'd you drop that ball?" Like all the like, you're catching gut balls off the back of guys at Virginia, and you know you're doing all these crazy things, and you dropped that ball like. But that's how it was. I mean, Will Fuller was that way. I mean, do you ever remember remember Will Fuller dropping a a ball in a clutch moment? Nope, because he never yeah. did. But he just dropped this like first quarter now screen, and you're like, dude, h- how are you dropping that ball? But Mitchell was clutch. He was money, and, and it's certainly a loss. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 
Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. We'll finish the conversation up this way, though, Ryan. If you're going to have a position on offense where you can sustain this kind of tough injury, because you don't ever want to lose a player that's this good. This is not a conversation of dismissing this loss. It's a big loss, but... If you're going to have this kind of loss, I would argue there's no position on the roster better able to overcome it from a numbers, talent, and and numbers meaning of players, talent, and potential standpoint where you feel like you could slide it in. And, and, and we're not just saying because we think these guys can be good, Ryan. We've seen Holden Stace do it. I mean, this is a kid that does have a 100-yard game this season. Yep. And he had a clutch – Where'd Sam Hartman go to on fourth down on Saturday against Pitt? Went to he went to Holden, right? So he's he's gaining more and more confidence from Sam as well. Now he gets his chance to step in and say, "Okay, uh, I'm going to fill the void, and we're not going to miss a beat." Because that's what the tight end rooms. That's what Jared Parker is going to challenge that room with. Hey, we're not going to stop being a a team that throws the ball to tight end, and you know, but you guys got to step up and and earn that trust, and we're going to see what they can do. But the t- talent will be an issue. So Holden Stace steps into the starting lineup, most likely, Ryan. He's got to get back on on track. He's got to be a guy that's a little bit more assertive as a player. I do want to see that. I think his blocking has been much better uh, yeah. in recent weeks. He had the great block against Duke. He had a really good block on Audrey Estime's long run on Saturday. We know he's a weapon in the past game. Eli, the, the the question I have, Ryan. So we know Holden's. We know Holden's just going to take those reps. I mean, that's just we already know who's going to take that 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 role, the starting role, the number one role. All, that's going to go to Holden Stace. Well, now somebody has to take Holden's spot, and you're in a diff. It's a to me, it's a bit of a challenging situation for Jared Parker from this standpoint. Is it would make sense to just well, Eli and Cooper both slide up, but what I don't know. And the question that I have, and somebody asked us in the in the uh, Joe Allen kind of uh, alluded to this in one of his questions, Ryan. I don't know where Eli Raritan is in his recovery to where he can just step in and play 30, 35 snaps a game. I, I don't know the answer right. to that. So it, right. it does he stay maintain 10 to 15 and now Cooper takes the, those some of those number two snaps, or does this mean that Notre Dame has to focus more on 21 personnel, 11 personnel? Now that they're healthy at receiver, do we maybe see more of that as opposed to we're still going to run X number of snaps of 12 and 13 and next man in? So those are some of the decisions that he's going to have to make is maybe Eli and maybe Eli's not ready physically for a triple amount of snaps in practice and on game day. Because it's not the triple snaps on Saturday that bother me, Ryan. It's the triple snaps he's going to get Monday to Friday on his body. And I don't know the answer to that. And I'm not saying he's not ready. I'm not saying he is ready. I'm saying we don't know. We don't know where he is in that in that part of it. Is Cooper Flanagan ready to be that guy? We don't know. So it's not just the other tight ends that fill this void. Other receivers got to step up. Jaden Thomas has got to step up. 
Maybe yeah. you stu- start doing some 10 personnel, Ryan, where, you know, you go 10 personnel and you put uh, Jaden uh, Thomas in the slot and motion him around with some of your pass game stuff, the way that you've used Mitchell Evans. There's some things that Jaden Thomas can do blocking backside that we've seen him do in college against Clemson last year, where you say maybe this might give us some opportunities to do some different things in the, in the pass game, but still have that seal the backside edge, pull around on a, you know, on a lead block type of thing that, that maybe you can do at a 10 person. I mean, there's, there's a lot of options that Notre Dame is going to have here beyond just the next two tight ends. You you made you made me start flashing back to Syracuse last year where it, where um the announcers fourteen personnel baby it's <laughs> like just thinking like oh Jay Thompson tight end again baby Let's we're gonna it. make Greg McElroy correct we're gonna make him right <laughs> that's who it was it was Greg McElroy you are correct yeah oh man it, but I agree with you though in the simple fact that you do have a couple wide receivers that have that physical profile where you can make something like that happen right like Jane Thomas mm-hmm. I even think Jane Greathouse as long as he's healthy and continuing to get healthy. He can do some of that stuff too, man. He's an excellent blocker, right? So I think that there are certainly things you can do to supplement the production of Mitchell Evans. You're not going to completely alleviate the loss because it's just not going to happen. But like you said, Holden Stace has had a four reception, 115 yard game against an ACC opponent that just beat Clemson, by the way, like NC State just beat Clemson. So it's not like they're a bad football team that he did that against. Right. So you have options, you have talent. It's now, and I trust Jared Parker as a developer of tight ends. I mean, I think that he did a great job with Michael Mayer last year in his loan year with him. I think he's done a really good job with Mitchell Evans. I think he's shown a lot of spurts with Holden Stace this year, you know, in a couple of games that he's had a big game. So I, I think tight end Flanagan ready to go. Right. Yeah, I mean, because this yep. is a kid, Ryan, that, you know, you talked a lot about Cooper during his high school career and you covered him and you yep. talked to him, you got to know him and the family pretty well. And they had one of my favorite signing day interviews because like Cooper's kind of hanging in the back and like mom's, you know what I mean? That was, that was awesome. I had so much fun with that. But like you've got him ready to play because he didn't play in an offense where they threw him the ball a whole lot. Right. And yeah. so there's been some development there. And in, 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 so that's an important thing. And you, and you mentioned Jared Parker's done a good job. And, and when you look at Holden Stace, I mean, you're, you're there aren't a lot of teams that can lose a kid like Mitchell Evans and then say, okay, well, we've got this kid that's already got 12 catches for 163 yards and four touchdowns, and we can just slide in the starting lineup. Yeah, We're going to have to replace our lost tight end with the guy that leads our team in touchdown catches. It's wild. That, I, I, was actually, I, was li- I was literally looking at the stat sheet yesterday, and I was like, dang, I didn't realize that Holden Stace leads this team in touchdown catches at this yeah. point. Like, I, was, I was like, yeah. wow. Like, and he no should have more. Like, what? He said, I think he said two taken away, I believe, correct? I know he had one taken away on Saturday. And I yep. think that I believe there was another one taken away earlier in the year. But no, he, he so, so like you said, you're going to have, you're going to have players that can step into the mix. And, and you know, Davis Sherwood, maybe we see more of him doing that H-back role as part of 12. Yep. Maybe they do some different wrinkles with him. We'll we'll find out what they can do. The reason we don't bring up Davis Sherwood earlier is because he plays the tight end position so much differently. He's yes. more of a fullback, H-back, kind of a touch guy. The things that Mitchell Evans does are not things you're going to ask Davis Sherwood to do. Now, you may have Holden Stace do that. Now, Davis can maybe take Holden Stace's role as like a wing, maybe. You could maybe see something like that. But he's not really an option to fill the role that Mitchell Evans left behind. That's going to be the other tight ends on the roster. Well, well, that's what I think is so great about having Eli Raritan and Cooper Flanagan as options though, is that they are both very different than Holden Stace. So they should be able to kind of mesh well together. You should be able to use those guys very well. 
the biggest concern I have, Brian, as we kind of wrap this up is we, we talked about it. Who is Sam Hartman's go-to guy in big moments going to be in the money moments of the game? Like that's my biggest question yep. moving forward. And I think that yep. is the most, I mean, that's, I think that is the biggest question mark for me because it's like, you know, Jaden Thomas is getting healthier. We thought he could be that type of guy, right? Jaden Greathouse is getting healthier. We think that he has moments where he could potentially be that guy. I know Sam actually has a lot of confidence in Rico Flores. So, like, does he continue to, you know, kind of get that mm-hmm. role in the offense? Does Chris Tyree get those money moments? There, I think there's options on the roster for the guy that could be the money player. I'm just not 100% sure exactly who that guy is, though, right now. If he's healthy. I really think the staff needs to think long and hard about how they're going to use Jaden Thomas this week, especially because it's really Ryan, if I'm being honest and, and I know some people are going to be like, you know, you can't take anyone for granted. I understand that, but this is the game that it matters most. Notre Dame doesn't need a Herculean effort from it's whoever the replacements are for Holden's for Mitchell Evans to beat Wake Forest and Stanford. If you lose to those teams, you have way bigger issues. Man, way Stanford bigger issues. Almost, Stanford took got Washington down the wire this week. Yeah, but, I was like, but you oh, notice the right. pattern with Stanford. If they play teams yeah. that aren't very good on defense, they look fine. When they play teams yeah. that have good defenses, they look terrible. Yeah. And, and you know, like, but the, the point is like, oh, yeah, they lost to Stanford last year. I know that was a much bigger issue than who your tight end is. What I'm yeah. saying is practically speaking, place, this is man. the last game where the tight end could be a make or break against you because you're playing an outstanding defense on Saturday. And if Sam Hartman, to your point, if Sam Hartman doesn't have that confidence to just let her rip in clutch moments, like a third and 12 where Mitchell goes for 22 late in the first half against Pitt, where he finds Mitchell open down the field, you know, even this past game, Mitchell didn't have like crazy numbers. Five catches, 66 yards is pretty, pretty good. I mean, if he does that every game for the whole season, he's one of the three, four best tight ends in college football, but it's when he would go to Mitchell that, that has to be looked at beyond the numbers. And if you, if, if he doesn't have that confidence against a team like Clemson, it could hurt you. And so that's why it matters most. Like, honestly, it's, it's going to sound disrespectful, but if you just play, if every if everybody just does their job, you're going to beat Wake and Stanford. That it's as simple as that. And this Notre Dame defense is different than the one from last year. It just it is. is. Yeah. yeah. This is the game you really, really need to make sure you have some answers. And and I and I I wouldn't be surprised if Jaden Thomas, if he's healthy, and, and you know I believe him to be so. He looked. He, he looked. He looked, he a, lo- he looked a little better on Saturday. So yeah. hopefully he's starting to trend better and better in that direction. I agree. I think yeah. to wrap it up, Ryan. There's options. It's just about what is the staff cook up this week, yeah. and it'll be and important against Clemson because Clemson, and we'll talk about this obviously during this week, but like Clemson has some interesting matchups that they can create from a linebacker safety perspective on tight end. So just what you can cook up there will be big, obviously, in this game, and then obviously moving forward into hopefully a big bowl game. You know, like that's kind of what my my mindset's going on here is that beat Clemson and then win a big bowl game. And you're going to need the tight end to be a part of that, obviously, because that's yes. how Notre Dame is built. That's how yes. But by the time you get to the bowl game, you'll have three games and bowl prep under yep. your belt. And it, that's why this game is so important to find answers now. And then you can yep. really, then you got to buy. And that's the other thing too, Ryan, you get through this game, get that W any, you know, any, just get that W 
And then you've got a bye week to kind of figure all that other stuff out. So just do what you got to do to beat Clemson. That's going to be the big key. All I can say, man, is it's too bad Phil Drakovic isn't on this roster because there's a tight end spot open right now. That's so. just mean. That's just mean. <laughs> and it's so mean. So that's going to do it for this part of the show, guys. We're going to go to this, Ryan. That's so mean <laughs> and true. We're going to go to the mailbag next. But, guys, but before we do, do us a favor. Hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button. Hit that notification bell. Share this podcast with your friends. And if you haven't already done so, Y'all see the link down there, boards.irishbreakdown.com.